Chameh to Matzah, Chapter 2. First halacha. It is a positive commandment to destroy chametz before the time comes when it is forbidden to be eaten, and this refers to on the 14th. Halacha 2. Practically speaking, this means to nullify it within one's heart, to consider it as dust, and to resolve in his heart that he possesses no chametz at all. Halacha 3. The rabbis, however, have instituted that a person should search his house in any hidden place where chametz may be and remove it entirely from his property. That search should take place by candlelight on the night of the 14th of Nisan. Halacha 4. The search should specifically be by the light of the candle and not the light of the moon or the light of the sun or a torch. But if one's searching their porch, that's very lit up and therefore it's fine to do that by the light of the sun. And it's not necessary to search the middle of a courtyard because birds eat the chametz that's found there. Halacha 5. A hole in the middle of a shared wall between two homes should be checked by both parties, with each searching as far as his hand reaches and the rest they are mevatal in their heart. That is, they nullify in their heart. And any place where chametz is never brought need not be checked. Halacha 6. This means that any hole that's higher than a person can reach or lower than a person would typically reach would not need to be checked because chametz was not brought there. Similarly, wine cellars or places where oil is stored if chametz is not brought there. By contrast, any place where chametz may be brought is somewhere that has to be checked. So, for example, a wine cellar that people go in and out of during a meal. But if a person knows they did not bring chametz there, they do not need to be checked. Halacha 7. We do not assume that a rodent took chametz from one place and brought it to another, where it is not usually brought. However, if a person checked his house and found ten loaves, and then later finds only nine, then he knows that a rodent has taken one of the loaves, and now he must check a second time. Halacha 8. Similarly, if he saw a mouse enter the house with a piece of chametz after he checked the house, now he has to check the house a second time because he knows that a mouse brought chametz in. He must check the house twice if necessary to find the bread, but if he found the bread that the mouse brought in, he need not check any more. Halacha 9. If he watched a small child enter a house with a piece of bread after already checking the house, and he follows the small child in and finds crumbs on the floor, he can assume that the small child ate the bread and left only crumbs. He need not check further. Halacha 10. Now let's say there are nine piles of matzah and one pile of chametz, and a mouse came and took something from one of the piles and entered a house that had already been checked, but we don't know which pile the mouse took from. In this case, the house that the mouse entered must be checked again. This is known as the concept of kavua kemechsa amechsa, that is, when there's a fixed number of something, we treat it as if it's half and half, and are not able to assume that the mouse took the matzah. You will likely see this principle again many times. Halacha 11. Halacha 11 lists several examples where the concept of kavua kemechsa amechsa do not apply, and therefore it would not be necessary to check the house again. Here are a few of them. There are two piles, one of chametz and one of matzah, and there are two houses, one that had been checked and one that had not been checked. Two mice came, one took chametz and one took matzah, and they entered the houses, but we don't know which house each mouse entered. Or there are two houses that had been checked, and there was a pile of chametz in front of both of them, and a mouse took from the pile and entered a house, but we don't know which house. Or if there were nine piles of matzah and one pile of chametz, but there was one loaf that became separated from the piles and we don't know which pile it came from. Then a mouse took that loaf and went into a house. In all of these cases, it's not necessary to check again because the principle of kivua kemechsa mechsa does not apply, specifically because there's not a fixed amount. Halacha 12. If a person placed chametz in one corner and found it in another, or if he put aside nine loaves and found ten, or if a mouse took chametz and there's a doubt whether he entered the house or not, the house must be checked again. Halacha 13. If a mouse entered a house with a loaf, but then we saw a mouse leaving a house with a loaf, we can assume it's the same mouse with the same loaf, and the house doesn't need to be checked again. If the mouses are two different colors, however, the house has to be checked again. Halacha 14. If the chametz is up on a high beam, then 
then it's necessary for the owner to get a ladder and remove the chametz. However, if the chametz is in a deep pit, it is not necessary to remove it. All he has to do is be mevatlet, that is nullified in his heart. Halacha 15. In general, when someone finds a kezai's worth of chametz, it always has to be destroyed. For instance, if he found dough in the cracks of his kneading trough, if it was a kezayis, it has to be destroyed. If it was less than a kezayis, then as long as it reinforces broken pieces of the kneading trough or is used to plug a hole, then it's considered negligible. Otherwise, it has to be destroyed. Halacha 16. Two pieces of dough found in one's house that are connected by a string of dough, if together they make a kezayis, they must be destroyed. But if two pieces of dough are found in a house and together they make a kezayis, but they're found in different parts of the house, they do not need to be destroyed, they just need to be nullified. Halacha 17. So long as a person has nullified all the chametz, the requirement to search the house is only rabbinic, and so therefore, if there is a suffix, a doubt, one can be makel, one can be lenient. So for example, if someone rented out a house from another person, and a child said, we searched it for chametz, the child's words are believed, so long as the child is old enough to understand what it means to search for chametz. Halacha 18. That said, we can be lenient only in the case of a doubt. If a person rents out a house and finds out that it has not been searched, he must search it. If a person rents out a house for Pesach, if the tenant gets the keys before nightfall on the 14th, he must search, otherwise the landlord must search.